0: Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father, from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We pray. Dear Heavenly Father, as we come before you this evening, we thank you for the gift of your Son's birth, God wrapped in flesh for the sake of his people. Lord, we give you thanks this day for coming to us through word and sacrament to bring us the hope that you offer by your promise. Break your words small, fit for our consumption. In your name we pray this. Amen. What are your traditions? Are you here tonight because it is a... Tradition that you come and gather together in worship on Christmas or Easter or any other Sunday or day in the church year. What are your traditions? You see, the way that our mind works is that we each have the capacity to remember things differently from one year to the next and even from one person to another. And in doing so, we are left wondering what is true and what is not and what we can believe and what is firm and what is shaky. Now, for some, if you're like me and my family, one of our traditions is chaos. (laughs) Nothing seems to go as we planned it and it always seems to keep us on our toes. By the time we get out the door for worship, if we have the opportunity to be together as a family, somebody's forgotten their shoes in the house or left a coat in the car, and we sit and we breathe, we've arrived. Perhaps the service has already started and the music begun and we can sneak into the last few seats and back. Or maybe we get there just early enough to say hi to some folks before it all begins. In either case, we are glad that you are here tonight and we are excited to have the joy of celebrating our Savior's birth together with you. But the reality is, is that the very first Christmas, the Christmas that we celebrate tonight began with humble beginnings and without any fanfare. Save a few shepherds, as we heard just now in our reading, and a host of angelic Voices behind them. But other than that, there was no day set aside. There was no special occasion. And matter of fact, there was no room for them in the inn. Even though they had been told by decree that they were to come and register for this census. No one even knew to expect them. There was no fancy meal or celebration. Just Mary and Joseph, these newly minted parents soaking in how much their world has just changed by the birth of this baby. But what we celebrate as Christmas now was little more than the otherwise unassuming birth of a child to a couple of poor newlyweds from the little town of Nazareth. There was no Sunday best, no fancy church clothes or Christmas attire, and definitely no heraldry due to a king. And yet there's a disconnect between then and now and the way that we celebrate with all the stops pulled out we sing loudly and proudly. We bring out our best. The old ornaments that otherwise sit carefully in boxes so that they won't be broken are hung upon the tree. The fine silver is dusted off and polished and set out upon the table. You buy the most expensive cuts of meat and we go to great length to make everything perfect. And yet it goes against the grain entirely of why Jesus came in the first place. He came because we are far from perfect and we never will be without him. The reality is that Christmas itself, Christ mass and church tradition marked a particular day within the church year that commemorates The birth of Jesus Christ, our Lord. And in ancient days, there was great debate over whether it was December 25th or any other day in the church year. And it wasn't until Pope Julius I actually set it in stone and said, this is it, this is when we will stop everything pull out all the stops, do our best, as if we don't any other day of the year, and celebrate the birth of Jesus. But brothers and sisters in Christ, we are a people with a foot set in each world in both the present reality and in the future of what is yet to come. Which means, don't box up the fine china. Don't set aside the silver. Don't wait for the special occasions a year from now to buy the fancy cuts of meat because you will not know if it will actually arrive. Our time is short. And he will come like a thief in the night and call us home to be with him in heaven. And then what? All that we have waited for. Those special occasions that never come. But yet tomorrow is Christmas. And guess what? The day after that is Christmas too. And the day following is also Christmas. And the day after that will be as well. Christmas comes to the believer every day of the year. But today, we celebrate differently. This was a day when the followers of Jesus, Christians, would gather together to celebrate the wrapping of God in the flesh of men and being born to a woman as any other man would be, all for the sake of dying in our place and rising again three days later. So that we will one day too. This was a day set apart from all others to remember the scandalous particularity through which God chose to reconcile himself to his creation. This was a day. For Christians to come together and gather around the Lord's Supper and once again receive their Savior in flesh and blood as a foretaste of the feast yet to come. But more than that, we gather today to celebrate the enduring hope that we have in a God that keeps the promises that He makes. And that He promised that He would not only never leave us or forsake us, but that He would return again to take us home to be with Him in heaven. So wherever you sit tonight, regardless of of how, when, or why you arrived here this evening. Christ comes to grant us a place at His table. And the promises that were kept by God in Bethlehem 2,000 years ago are the same promises that He keeps and gives to you tonight. Merry Christmas. May God always get the glory now and forevermore. Amen.